There is over a trillion dollars of waste in supply chains today. The net zero carbon emission is something that corporates are taking very seriously. To meet these objectives, they're going to have to take into consideration CO2 emissions. Hi, and welcome back to another episode of Net Zero Carbon. I'm Tyler Cole, your host, and today I have the pleasure of being joined by Chris Atkins, Director of Amazon Worldwide Operations Sustainability. Chris, how are you, man? Hey, I'm doing great, Tyler. How are you doing? I'm very well. I'm very well. I'm pleased to finally get you on the show. You and I have connected a long time ago and go back and forth routinely over opportunities to decarbonize freight and logistics. And it's just great to finally get you on the show. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We've been talking about doing this for a while. I'm really excited. It's a great opportunity to lean in and, and ask, who is Chris? What do you do? Let's get your superhero origin story at Amazon. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, let's see Let's see how this goes. Um, so um, I've been around Amazon for about 12 years. And um, let me let me back up, I guess, before even Amazon and kind of go forward. I, uh, I Coming out of high school, I decided to go into the military. And I uh, went to West Point and got a degree there and then went in for five years on active duty uh, as an Army officer. Um, and when I left active duty back in, I don't know, 2009, I kind of didn't know what I wanted to be when I grew up and uh, bounced around, tried a couple of things and ultimately landed at Amazon. I was fortunate enough to land there at a time of you know, extreme growth for us and um, started off in operations as a, a frontline area manager, really learning uh, our fulfillment business where we fulfill customer orders from the ground up um, and, and really fell in love with the company, our culture and what we do. And. Uh, I spent several years in operations, um, both in kind of the traditional fulfillment center world uh, and then in our global specialty fulfillment world, we had an opportunity to lead multiple buildings in the northeastern United States, really focusing on grocery delivery and growing that business, which turned out to be uh, a, a huge, um, you know, really important lifeline for a lot of people over the pandemic. Um, but, you know, really was there at the beginning when we were learning uh, what what needed to happen to make that business successful, and and then also Prime Now, which is our one hour delivery option. So um, had a lot of great experiences there. But my passion has always been sustainability, and um, we had an opportunity in 2019 to to start a sustainability team on our transportation middle mile segment, and I was fortunate enough to be able to join that from the from the beginning of the team. And uh, it really was, uh, it's been a learning experience for me, a, a lot of, of, of building my own uh, skill sets on the job, but uh, very rewarding um, and, and just had to look back. I've been in sustainability since then, um, had an opportunity to, to become uh, the lead for our middle mile sustainability team, which is really focused on long haul trucking, um, our aviation segment, uh, intermodal rail and some of our facilities. And then just very recently, uh, I was asked to step into this expanded role uh, where we're focusing on worldwide operations and our sustainability strategy there. Man, what a journey. How long has that one gone on? Is that you're over a decade at Amazon, right? Yeah, I started back in uh, 2011. So I guess it's uh, almost 12 years come this spring, which is it's wild. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. It's tr- time has truly flown by for me. Uh, but it, it has been 12 years. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure there's never a dull moment either over those 12 years. You're constantly learning and growing. And we'll, we'll get into that journey here a little bit later. But tell me more about today. What is your role overseeing? What, are, what is Amazon doing as far as sustainability goes in this space? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, I think my role is, is taking a look out over the landscape of operations that we have across Amazon, uh, both geographically and by different business units, 
and thinking about, you know, how do we um, develop and evolve our sustainability efforts in each of those areas, whether you're talking about last mile or you're talking about middle mile, our global um, uh, movement of, of freight, um, uh, you know, across ocean containers uh, or our fulfillment operations. And how do we develop a cohesive strategy that really fits into the operations that are unique to Amazon? So uh, it's it's great. I get an opportunity to work with our, our worldwide sustainability organization, who's really thinking across all of Amazon and really tailor their approach into the specific challenges that face operations. And uh, I think it's a great opportunity for us as well uh, to lean into opportunities that not only help um, decarbonize our business, but decarbonize industries that are important to, to our journey, but then uh, the broader uh, effort that we all are in right now as far as decarbonization goes. Um, you know, some of the things that we're really proud of is, of course, the Climate Pledge, which we um, created and, and joined back in 2019, along with uh, Global Optimism. And uh, since then, we've had uh, over 378 companies uh, join this effort, which has been really amazing to see and seeing how we can go faster together. Uh, we also uh, founded the Climate Pledge Fund, which is a $2 billion investment fund where we're investing in new technologies and innovations that are going to really help um, turbocharge our efforts around decarbonization. Um, and, uh, you know, we're doing things like, of course, investing in the Rivian vans for, for last mile. Uh, we've, we've put an order in for 100,000 of those. Um, and uh, we're already seeing a lot of progress on other things, such as uh, renewable energy um, procurement and utilization, I think 85% of our worldwide operations are now using renewable energy and we're on a path to achieve 100% renewable energy by 2025. So putting all those things together, it's really exciting uh, to see where we're at. We know we've got uh, a long ways to go uh, and uh, we're excited for that future. Definitely got your hands full because that's like quite a big operation with a lot of different FOCO areas in between. Maybe now's the point where we pivot to, to thinking about building that team and resourcing the, the employees and the staff, not only just to care, because in the past, that was always an issue. How do we get our employees to care about these things? Now that climate change is doing its own marketing, that's no longer the issue. The issue is how do we fill that talent gap and how do we resource our people appropriately? So you've been along the journey since you started Amazon, right? You come from a deeply operational background. You understand the ins and outs of the technical team. So now you can help direct and lead those efforts as Amazon moves into these sustainability areas. How do you do that journey from the beginning. How does Amazon, how did Amazon start to, to staff up for a sustainability team? Maybe talk us through that journey a little bit. Sure. I mean, I can speak to my journey and, and what I know about um, the efforts that happened before I arrived, certainly. Um, I think, you know, in general, you want to take a look at what, what skill sets are needed and um, what gaps that we have either in, in, in knowledge or technical expertise um, or just, um, you know, the, the, the amount of effort that we need to put in innovating on a particular area. And I think we've done a good job overall of being um, balanced as far as the type of talent that we bring in. And so uh, you, you have certain areas where you have a, a need for deep technological um, skill sets uh, or, or, or technical skills or, or specific sustainability expertise, uh, maybe in the research science field, something like that. And then you've got other areas where you need somebody who understands the business and the core um, components of the business more than maybe a sustainability background. And so you take somebody like me who doesn't necessarily have the, the hard science background and sustainability, but understands how the operation works and where the pain points are. And being able to combine those two elements of, of kind of, um, you know, skill sets for people has been really kind of the, the, the key, I think, to some of the successes that we've had so far. 
it's probably an oversimplification to say it's a buy versus build decision, but there is a strategy that goes into it, right? Where in the current environment, there, there just may not be a person on the planet who exists to fill a role specifically, right? That has the experience in sustainability and supply chain and operations. And so how do we upskill our employees that do have the operational knowledge, but not the sustainability piece? Is that more of the tack that you see companies starting to take? Is like, I can teach you this piece, but I need someone here who knows boots on the ground experience, how we operate. I think that it's so critical is, is being able to understand the operation that you're in. Uh, because a lot of this, you know, we talk about our leadership principles within Amazon. And my favorite one is earn trust. You know, a lot of what we do is about earning the trust of our stakeholders and peers and leaders that, you know, we're not doing anything that's going to uh, be overly disruptive to our business. We're going to figure out how to make it work within the confines of our business and, and try to achieve uh, our goals while working alongside the operation. So you have to you have to come along a journey with everybody to get the whole team together. And we've I feel like that's gone very well for us. Uh, I see that in other companies as well, and the people that I talk to. Um, that you definitely need um, that balance of subject matter expertise, and then of course internal talent, internal knowledge, and a lot of this stuff. Like you said, you can learn it. But the other thing is, it's not a stretch to say that a lot of the innovations that we're seeing across industry are being done for the very first time. And so nobody's done it before. So there isn't a person that you can go hire that can, that can fill a certain job. You, we really just have to find uh, the brightest people with the right drive and the right, um, you know, the right uh, just kind of approach uh, to solving these challenges and being innovative. And, and that takes us a very long way. Absolutely. You're probably speaking for all the HR managers out there that are trying to fill these obscure roles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I've had more than one conversation with HR that says, hey, you know what, Chris, you're looking for a uniform. Um, and, 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 you know, there's been times where I, I thought I needed somebody with a very niche kind of profile, and we've taken chances on really smart, talented people. And smart, talented people win in the end because um, they'll learn the material. Uh, and I think that's that's always been the case. Totally agree. And and I think that's a good soundbite for anyone in HR that's trying to question whether this is the right person for the job. If you've got someone smart, driven, and, and able to execute, that's going to win out in most cases. But there is something to be said about education. And there is a, a plethora of opportunities that are arriving for sustainability and supply chain professionals to continue to upskill, continue to grow and learn. And they don't have to be you know, full-time degrees, right? There's lots of affordable online courses now that can be even niche to what you're trying to focus on. Um, let's talk a little bit about how how Amazon thinks about resourcing employees. Like you, you and I are taking classes together right now, right? Finishing actual sustainability degrees, but not everybody's going to be able to do that. What are some ways that we can get our employees engaged and upskilled into this new lexicon of sustainability? Yeah, that's a that's a very important question, and it's something that's going to continue to be important, not just for people who are working in sustainability roles, but really anybody who's involved in core parts and functions of the business, they need to understand how to integrate sustainability into the decision-making that they made. So I think that the, the upskilling uh, question is something that I think all uh, talent development professionals within corporations are going to be thinking a lot about uh, in the coming years, and we already are. So a couple of things that we're doing, I think, within sustainability at Amazon that's been very successful uh, is making time for people to to go and dive into these subjects. So uh, I've started a, within my team a resource library of journals and um, you know short films that are, are very niche about particular subjects where you can dive in on your own time and say, okay, I want to learn about 
uh, green hydrogen and what the supply chain looks like for that, you know, just making up one of the many scenarios. Well, here's a resource I can go and I can dive in on that. Um, and we, I, we've seen a lot of people who aren't even um, dedicated in their roles to sustainability taking advantage of those opportunities. And uh, we've also created uh, online kind of self-directed learning tools as well. So uh, I, I'm very pleased to say in my organization, anytime we have a new corporate um, uh, manager that starts with our team, uh, they have a sustainability one-on-one training that they take. And it, it goes beyond just kind of the basics of what is sustainability into how do I think about this in the in the kind of uh, day-to-day role that I do. So I think those are kind of things that are really helpful. And, and it's about making, making it accessible to people and low touch, low friction so that they can uh, take advantage of those opportunities to upskill in their own time. Just people can't see me, but I'm clapping right now. That's something that's so needed. Um, I love that. And I love that that signals the importance of the subject to the organization, right? So when you're when you're coming on board, this is no longer an afterthought. This is a piece of who we are and what we value as an organization. And we want this to be part of your job. Yeah, I would add to that. Like, I, I think it has been very encouraging internally to Amazon is seeing us sign the climate pledge, um, seeing people come out from all corners of the business, uh, wherever they may, whatever profession professional uh, focus they have, uh, saying, look, I want to be part of the solution. I'm really bought in to what we're trying to do here. Um, and, and so you have the goodwill and the desire of people to, to be part of the solution. But oftentimes they don't know what they can do, and what decisions that they can make. And so it gets back to your earlier question of understanding the business is if you have somebody who's, um, you know, an operations manager in a fulfillment center, there's a couple of concrete things you can tell them and say, hey, you implement a few of these things into your day-to-day role, you actually will make a big difference. And so I think that's the next step is going from just kind of getting people to buy in into educating them on how they can make uh, make decisions and, and, and better decisions. Yeah. And then resourcing them to execute and see that impact, which is just a flywheel because you start seeing more of it after you prove it out, right? How do you think about new um, new grads coming into the organization? Because we've got a whole now generation of people where this is no longer something they're adding on to their professional career. They're learning it as they're going through school. So are you guys seeing that be um, a key factor in hiring new grads? Um, I, I, don't, I don't know that I can speak to um, how the organization is thinking about hiring kind of writ large. Um, but I would say that if, if, if you have new uh, graduates are coming out and they have a sustainability focus in education, uh, whether or not that first role that they get, whether it's at Amazon or in some other company, whether or not it's a specific sustainability role, uh, I rest assured you're going to have an opportunity to bring sustainability into what you do. Because, you know, as, as more and more corporates sign on to net zero goals and really take those seriously, um, there's more work uh, around sustainability and decarbonization than, than anyone has resources to do at any one time. And so we need that level of expertise, regardless of what your first role is. And then, you know, for those who, who might be coming out of school and, and saying, you know, I really need to land a sustainability job, I would say, you know, get go find where you want to make an impact, right? Go find the business or the field or the industry that you feel is something that you're passionate about. Get into the right organization and the, the, the opportunities will find themselves for you oftentimes um, because, you know, like I said, we just have a, a real need for this kind of expertise. Um, and, I, you know, I, I can speak from my going back to my own personal experiences. This is a passion of mine. And, you know, the opportunities are there. So, um, you know, that's yeah. 
Perfect. I didn't prep you for this question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What's one of the things in your career at Amazon that you're most proud of? Hmm. Well, I mean, I think it's I think it's just being part of uh, standing up this this organization uh, in the operation. So we've have always had a worldwide sustainability team within Amazon who does phenomenal work of kind of thinking about how do we fit in as a business to the grand strategy of decarbonization and all these other important sustainability related topics. Um, but bridging that into the actual business and into the day-to-day operations that we do, um, being able to be a part of that thought process and how do we take this and funnel it down to the operator level uh, and making it tangible for them and then seeing them come back with the results. Because what's amazing is, you know, you don't have to be, you know, sitting from my vantage point, I don't have to be the one coming up with all of these uh, really innovative, genius ideas about how to solve some of these problems. It's about creating the space and the structure and the framework and, and giving people the tools they need to then go back and innovate themselves is when you really start to see the results happen. And, and that's been really rewarding is to where you're seeing grassroots uh, movement happen uh, on the ground that, that starts to drive us in a way that we, we need to drive for the long run. Man, a lot of wisdom in that answer, watching others succeed. <clears throat> Certainly agree with that. What do you think is more important uh, when you're building a team? Is it better to have someone with more experience or someone with more passion? Well, I, I, probably not a, not a surprise based on what I've said so far, but definitely the passion. Um, you know, I, I, I think we can always uh, learn new skill sets. Uh, mo- you know, most professionals have the capacity to expand their toolkit. And um, if you have the right passion about the subject, you're going to find the time and the resources to do that. And this is a subject where we need a lot of passion. Um, and so I firmly believe that. Totally agree. Totally agree with you. <clears throat> Let's make this personal for you. We've talked about Amazon. We talked about how we build the team, but you know, you, you've almost, even though sustainability has been at the heart and it has been for me too, it's grown in importance as our career has progressed alongside the climate emergency growing in importance as well. <laughs> when I think about what drives you, why do you continue to lean forward into sustainability for supply chain? Like what's the motivation for you? Yeah, I think of two things. I think one is um, going back to my time, um, you know, as an 18 year old kid saying, hey, I want to go into the military and I want to be at West Point and all those opportunities that happened at a very uh, early age and for me was about service. And it was this, you know, uh, buying into this idea that you can take part into something that's kind of bigger than yourself and be part of the solution. And, uh, you know, I think there was a time in my career when I was leaving the military, I didn't really know where my opportunity to serve in a positive way was going to, where it was going to come from. And um, sustainability and, and getting into an organization like Amazon really kind of brought that all home for me. And I think, you know, that's one of the things. It's an opportunity to serve. Uh, it's an opportunity to be part of the solution. Uh, we all are concerned about climate change, but I, I feel very fortunate uh, that I'm in a, in a in a role where I have a, you know a small role to play in uh, in a much broader and bigger uh, effort. Uh, and then the other thing, of course, and I think this is not unique uh, for many of the parents out there. Uh, you know, I've got a, a four year old at home. You know, and it's very very tangible when you look at you know you look at the long term projections from the IPCC. You see where the direction is as far as uh, global temperatures and all of the ramifications of that. You, you mark that timeline over the, the course of an expected life of a child that you have, and you're like, he's going to be here for that. You know, we're going to see, and we are seeing the beginnings of it, but he's going to be here for, you know, what 
could turn out in, in a couple of different ways. And, and it's, it's rewarding enough to know that I'm doing something that hopefully, um, you know, creates the space for us to, to have a better outcome in the future. Well said, could not have said it better myself. And I, um, I just want to compliment you and the team. I'm, I'm always in awe of the weight that you guys push in this direction. You guys are literally moving the industry forward with a lot of the things you're doing and we need more of it. So, you know, cheers to you and the team. Would love to, to have you back on the show at some point in the future and, and talk about some of the great new initiatives you guys are rolling out and positive change we're seeing. But thank you for, for educating us and for, for leading us, man. Appreciate you and the Amazon team. Thanks, Tyler. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. Anytime.